0: Hello and welcome. We're back with another episode of Net Zero Conversation. Today we're joined by the Founder and Director of Sutherland Consulting, Chris Versus bradshaw Thank you for joining me today, Chris. Hello,
1: no, thank you very much for inviting me.
0: You're welcome. Can you tell me a bit more about Sutherland Consulting?
1: Um, yeah, certainly. Um, the company is basically a surveying company. We, Our main operations are in project management and cost consultancy so generally dealing with um, primarily commercial building projects um, managing the process um, from start to completion controlling contractors contractual matters and um, all associated um, bits and pieces that go with it really Um, i also do quite a lot of work with new houses as well which um is becoming increasingly relevant to the whole uh, climate crisis that we find ourselves in.
0: Ah, that leads on to my next question. I was going to ask if the industry has become more aware of sustainability.
1: Um, I've noticed over the last, probably mainly two years, uh, an increasing amount of information coming through about um, the journey to net zero carbon and uh, reducing carbon in general. Um, clearly, the construction industry is one of the largest consumers in the world of, of any industry of both um, materials and energy. And um, I think there's a realization in the industry and in, in the profession in general that uh, something has to be done to become more sustainable and, and that the industry as a whole and the way that we make buildings and operate buildings can have um a huge impact on on reduction in carbon and on the climate uh, in general so yeah i think it's probably in the last couple of years but it's it's growing really in uh, momentum i would say
0: no it's really good to hear would you say as a company you're becoming more climate conscious
1: Um, Absolutely. I've always been interested in in the environment and uh, I'm fundamentally a a conservationist. Um, So I've always been mindful of uh, reducing, reusing, recycling, etc. But I think um, particularly over the last year or even six months, seeing the way that uh, we've had all sorts of um, extreme weather events and Uh, crises across the world, including the latest flooding in Pakistan. Um, There's there's no denying that uh, climate change is happening and it's causing more erratic weather and more extreme weather events. So um, we we have to be awake to that and we have to be planning for the future, uh, both in our personal lives and professionally in in terms of our approach to building and construction in general so um, yeah it's it's just something that I think uh, as a responsible company you you have to be aware of and you have to take an interest in.
0: No for sure definitely so what means you decide, you decide to offset your carbon footprint with climate wise?
1: Uh, there, there seem to be quite a number of companies out there who are offering a similar sort of approach. Um, what I like about uh, ClimateWise is that they're actually um, positively making a difference in various areas around the world by um, actually operating projects that benefit not only the environment and, and therefore. Uh, the, the climate, but local populations as well, and giving something positive back to local economies and making a difference uh, in in many ways. Uh, so it seems, um, and in a sort of ongoing manner as well, not just on a one-off basis. So I think it's is valuable to support a company that has that sort of vision and and wants to continue providing that sort of support and um, valuable projects.
0: Well, thank you very much. Would you say other companies in the industry should support such initiatives, like ourselves or with similar companies?
1: Everybody should. I mean, it's very difficult for any company, large or small, in in isolation, Um, I would say, to make a huge difference uh, unless you're, one of the ICIs of this world, perhaps. Um, they've got some both physical and financial resources to make a big difference in their own right. But for for the average company or the small business like Sutherland Consulting, um, we don't really have the, the time or resources to perhaps make the big changes uh, that we would like to. So it makes sense rather than everybody trying to do their own thing individually, is to support a company like ClimateWise who can coordinate an approach and make use of many smaller contributions to make a, a much bigger difference in, in terms of projects across the world. So, yeah, certainly beneficial in that respect.
0: No, definitely. I obviously agree. Um, in the next year, would you say there's anything interesting happening sustainability-wise either within your company or in the industry itself? Any exciting initiatives coming out, you know, that are going to really help reach those global climate targets?
1: Um, Yeah, both. Um, Firstly, um, part of the UK government's initiative to reduce carbon emissions and uh, the journey to net zero is um, continually reviewing and revising the building regulations, which um, every new building has to be built to. Um, part of my role is making sure the buildings comply so um, even in June of this year there's been a change to the building regulations uh, for those that are interested it's part L of the building regulations which relates to um, insulation and thermal efficiency in buildings uh, there's a whole lot more to it which uh, I won't bore you with at the moment but the the net effect is um, every time the regulations are reviewed the requirements for insulating buildings um, goes up, becomes more onerous. And this latest change in June is one of the biggest changes we've seen for a number of years. And will actually have um, a very significant positive effect on reducing the loss of heat from buildings. And the way that we are now being pushed by the regulations and the government is um, a sort of fabric first approach. So this is something that probably won't be um, new to, for instance, Scandinavian countries, where things like triple glazed windows have been normal for a number of years. Um, All new buildings in the UK have double glazing, but we're now being pushed towards triple glazing as well. Um, All external walls will now be highly insulated, as will floors and roofs so um ultimately we will have buildings that are going to require very little heat and energy input whatsoever uh which you know has to be the goal so as i said before it's good that the government and the industry as a whole are moving towards that sort of approach on a more um business level um i inevitably have to visit sites on a regular basis and do quite a lot of traveling i probably do twenty thousand miles a year Um, i have an internal combustion engine car at the moment rather than an ev when i replace my car i'll certainly be considering um, an ev rather than uh, another uh, petrol or diesel fueled car Um, but in addition to that we're also now looking at the feasibility of actually cycling to some of the nearer sites rather than using a vehicle at all um, so it, it's about trying to reduce the number of um, visits the number of trips and increasingly just as we're doing today we're, we're using online conferencing for meetings rather than up to 10 or 12 people traveling from different areas to meet for an hour and then travel back again so um nothing really groundbreaking but it's it's all little things that all help
0: <clears throat> no definitely small actions have the greatest difference overall So
1: exactly it's
0: good to hear what is happening you know on a small scale and larger scale so just as a final question uh do you have any tips for any companies looking to improve their sustainable business practices and you know engage in climate action
1: um, yeah, I mean, um, follow on from what we're doing ourselves in, in terms of reducing trips. Um, and also, as a lot of big companies and small companies are doing now, consider allowing employees to do more homeworking to reduce the amount of commuting. Um, and also, importantly, I suppose less important for my company, but probably more important for a lot of other companies, particularly construction related companies is um, encourage your supply chain to be more um, environmentally conscious so any big construction company will will have huge supply chains and often those supply chains are vetted and they um, suppliers are required to comply with certain requirements to pre-qualify to even be um, selected to go on the supply chain so it seems to me there's quite a lot of scope there for companies larger companies probably more than smaller ones to um, insist that their supply chain comply with a set of environmental credentials um, which could possibly be uh, operated via some sort of simple audit process uh, as to how the the company uh, manages its own um, environmental credentials in-house I'm sure there must be Things available already that could be adapted for uh, construction companies or, or other companies, indeed. So it's, you know, it's building a culture of sustainability and also raising awareness with other companies who might not be. How can you put it? Quite so forward-thinking or quite so on board with the the whole issue?
0: No, it is so so true. Well, thank you very much for joining me today. And thank you for taking part. It's been lovely having you on and being an insight into your industry.
1: Well, thanks again for inviting me. And uh, many thanks for the work that Climate Wise do.
0: You are most welcome. And don't forget to tune in to our next episode to hear from another company.